Hi, I'm Serena, and this is my co-host, Mike, and you're listening to Diapers and Deployments, Who's Got It Worse, the podcast that talks about all things military, the good, the bad, and the oh shit. On today's episode, we talk about Mike's local television debut, drinking $2,700 whiskey, and we have two guests from Advocate Health Advisors. This podcast is supported by Skill Mill Corporation, helping veterans transition to the civilian workspace. All right, Serena, so it's been another couple of weeks, actually, since we've done this last time. I know a lot of things have happened, but I want to start off with something I think is funny anyway. Let me give some guys out there some advice. If your wife says, hey, you know, I've been looking at swimsuits and, you know, I really like this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's bad already, right? <laughs> yeah. I like this one. It helps shape you. Here's what you don't say. I said, oh, what does it, when you put it on, does it take you to the gym? Oh, my gosh. You said this to your wife. I was joking, but apparently, apparently, it's not funny, Serena. Did you say that to Regina? I did. Did she I, smack I, you upside yeah, your head? I thought it was funny, but uh, it's not. It's not funny. Just so. Oh clear. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, You're fixing to sleep outside by your pool. I hope you have I good know, lawn chairs. I know, but I knew what she meant. But I was like, this is a prime opportunity. Gosh. So <laughs> <laughs> would you kill Brandon? Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. I haven't even showed him the new swimsuit I bought for this season yet. Don't tell him it shapes you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not shapewear. <laughs> well, I want to tell you, I had a pretty exciting week. Again, my poor wife. I I had uh, talked to a news reporter oh, about a month ago, I guess, about uh-huh. Skill Mill and some of the great things we're doing at Skill Mill and the veteran hiring and our blog and our podcast. And, you know, things are going really well. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, I'll let you know when the article comes out. Well, time passes. I forgot a little bit. And then I get these text messages. They're like, hey, this reporter's trying to get a hold of you from NBC. Yeah. News. And I was like, okay. And, and odd, I got it from a few odd places. And finally I got a phone call and it went to recording, of course, cause I was busy and there's a news guy on the other end and I call him back and I'm like, Hey, I guess you're trying to get a hold of me, man. <laughs> well, you know, governor Ivy had talked that morning about some new legislation for a veteran suicide prevention and awareness. Mm-hmm. He had saw that article that, you know, I did a month before, but it just had came out that morning mm-hmm. and said, Hey, I would love to come down and talk to you and have you on the news. I was like, uh, that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Except for, uh, I was like, <laughs> I was thinking, well, look great. Uh, when can we meet next week? And he goes, uh, no, uh, I want to do it today uh, and air it tonight. And I'm like, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to meet? He goes, no, no, I'll come to your, to your house where, where you do your podcast. And I was like, sounds good. I, he said, I'll be there in 30 minutes. And I said, Hey, Regina, uh, there's a news crew coming down and she goes, when? I said, well, now about 25 minutes because it's been about five minutes. Since <laughs> Can you imagine the the tornado that went through our house? You know what I'm thinking? Like going around like on a broom. I've cleaned some good house when I only have like a 20, 30 minute warning. I got a little secret. When I want my house really clean, I just invite guests over. <laughs> funny you know it's true you got yeah. guests you got guests coming it's cleaning time baby yeah i mean i've had people over and they're like gosh your house is always so clean i'm like you should have seen it 20 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> well so you know that was pretty cool how about you anything exciting well i did love all of that my dad loved watching you on the news and he loved that live on air sign that he sent your way because yes. he was so proud of himself for finding that. And then when he saw it on your news channel, he was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it came just in time. Oh, like right? perfect. 
Perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. So thank him again. I mean, that, I was, that was perfect. <laughs> so as everybody knows, we just moved to Kansas City and Brandon just retired. He just got a job. I'm started working, you know, all that jazz. And we've kind of just been sitting back and just watching the real estate world. Like it's crazy oh, it's out there. Here. Unbelievable. Yes. And we have always wanted land. We've always wanted to, you know, live on some land, whatever. That's how we always kind of saw ourselves. Brandon likes to garden and things like that. But land is just as expensive around here. Uh, I mean, there's not even any to look at that's for sale. And if it's for sale, it's stupid money. So we kind of started looking for homes, like in neighborhoods and whatever, older neighborhoods. So you're not like right on top of each other, right. kind of, and not cookie cutter, you know, whatever, no offense to that stuff, just not our scene. And we have looked at like four or five over the past month, but our realtor who's awesome, like, you know, she won't even advise us to put an offer in on the past four that we've looked at. Cause she's like, you're going to get outbid. This house is going to go <laughs> way over asking price, way over what it's going to appraise for. So it's silly, you know, it and I appreciate her guidance and that because we've never bought a home before. Right. So I was at work on Friday and I get the alerts on my phone when houses pop up and this one pops up. It's under our budget. It's like turnkey and it's huge and it's got a pool. Perfect. And I'm so like, far. I really want to yeah, I'm like, I want to see this house. I want to see what's wrong with it. You know, that's what I said. So I sent it to our Brandon and Brandon's like, I love this house. And I said, well, I'm calling the realtor right now. So I called her. She couldn't even see it in her professional view yet. And she's like, this had to have just come on the market. And I'm like, I just alerted on my phone. So like it took her a couple minutes to keep refreshing her system. And she's like, oh, here it is. She was like, okay, Serena. Like, she's kind of laughing at me. She's like, we'll go look, you know, <laughs> but she's like, whatever, you know, I, and I'm feeling bad. Cause I'm like, we're probably going to waste her time again on a Friday night, but you know, let's go look. So Brandon and I went to look, we didn't bring the kids and we opened the front door and I instantly was like, oh, I love this house. You didn't say that out loud, did you? Cause the price I, I did. Oh no, I did say it. And <laughs> Our realtor was standing upstairs like because it's it's a funkiest floor plan and I can't even explain it. The pool is upstairs, if that tells you how funky this house is. Oh, and, I don't need pictures, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. So she starts laughing because she hear, heard me say, oh my God, I love this house. And she was like, you haven't seen anything yet. So long story short, she says to us, this house is awesome. I think you should go in, like do your all in final offer. And she's like, it's probably not going to get accepted. But I think you should give it a shot because it's a really nice house. And I was like, okay, so we get in the car and Brandon's like, let's do it. You know, like we have a pre-approval letter. We wrote a letter to the seller, you know, like, and we tailored it to their home because of all the things. And we can kind of just explain our story and moving back to Kansas City and whatnot. And a prayer. Those are the three things we had. <laughs> and this was like at seven o'clock at night on Friday. And our realtor called us on Saturday morning at like 11. And she was laughing and she said, they accepted your offer because oh, no. they loved your letter and uh, they had several offers that were way more than ours, but they loved the letter and they accepted our offer. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, that is such a good story. Like people offered them more money, but because yes. you personalized the letter and you, yes. they understood your story. Yes. The veteran wins again. Right? Yes. Yes. And I didn't even get heavy into it. I had a friend who is really good with words, things like that. She wrote the letter for us. I mean, I wrote what I wanted it to say. She made it sound nice. She, she sprinkled some college on it. Yes, she did. <laughs> she was she was my college roommate. All right, good. We just, you know, we talked about how we we're high school sweethearts. He's in the Navy. I was raising right. the kids on the home front, you know, whatever. And that is what sold them. So needless to say, this whole weekend had, and week has been 
madness. And because with a VA loan, you have to get all the inspections done really fast. So we've been at that. We were the house most of the day, Sunday, we were there all day today and everything has checked off. So congratulations. That's amazing. Going through. Yeah. I'm really excited. I mean, it's kind of, I can't believe it. And my parents are like, what? You're going to, oh, you're leaving? You know, <laughs> they like having you around, right? Well, you're not leaving the area. We literally are moving. Uh, It's seven minutes away. Three stop signs. I, I should get the mileage. I don't know how far mile wise, but literally three stop signs, seven minutes is all it takes. So you're still close enough to just pop in and borrow some flour and sugar. So they're good. Yes. So, yeah. And <laughs> now we potentially will have this awesome pool as long as everything goes well. I mean, it's going to go under contract tomorrow. As long as everything goes well, over the next 30 days, then I'm going to be throwing a pool party. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll bring my swimming trunks that shape me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we want to see men wearing shapewear as a swimsuit. Not me, especially. <laughs> dad, dad bod. <laughs> Speaking of dad bod, I saw your TikTok. Oh, the DILF shirt? Yeah. <laughs> so it's for the audience, so they didn't see it, I'm sure. But my daughter comes home and and I'm not going to go into what DILF means, but she goes, oh my God, some of my friends said you were a DILF. And, and you know, <sighs> and me, I just played off. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I am, you know, but then immediately here I go to Amazon. I'm like, uh-huh. somebody's getting a DILF shirt. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I ordered it and it came. And then I was in the kitchen and of course she came in there and you saw the video. Like, yeah. I turned around and she's like, oh no, oh my God. She's, yeah. oh. What did it say? Dependable? Well, yeah, it said dependable, involved, loving father on the bottom. In yeah. Letters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of those. I'm a deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. I was off. I was cracking up. I was showing Brandon. I'm like, watch this. And he actually, he was more shocked that he thought it was your oldest daughter in the video. And I'm like, no, that is the baby. And he was like, what? And I'm uh, like, yeah, well, that's oh, the, the baby. Old- the oldest filmed it and uh, within 24 hours, she had like 120,000 views. So I guess oh it's my. popular, Serena. Oh my gosh. Well, it made me laugh. And <laughs> I was cracking up when I finally, I had to pause it so I could read the shirt. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, most <laughs> people didn't pause. So they assumed the wrong thing. See, <laughs> you, you bad people out there. <laughs> All right. So we're trying something new today, you know, we, we always say family first and Serena's out with her family and uh, Serena's on her iPhone. We haven't done this before. So, hey, Serena, if you sound strange, I'm blaming it on your family. Yeah, blame it on my family. Brandon's out of active duty, but here we are. He had to go on like, this is a second business trip and you'd think I'd never done this by myself. Right. And I got my calendars mixed up and here I am in a car watching <laughs> soccer, doing a podcast. Hey, that's how we roll here. <laughs> well, you know, you haven't met them, but I have. I want to introduce Christina first and then Colin. So Christina, you know, told me she didn't serve in the military, but the fact is she's been serving the military her whole life. And she's going to tell you about that. And right now she's the Veterans Initiative Specialist. And Colin is actually the Veterans Initiative National Director and a retired colonel. And they both work for Advocate Health Advisors. And the first thing I want to say, Colin, is I don't normally bring officers on my show. So you should. <laughs> now, I was an enlisted guy before I got commissioned. I made it to E5. So there we know. go. That's the last. OK. Yeah. So I, it's funny because I tell people I didn't uh, put up a podcast for officers because they can find a job. People like you are helping all veterans. 
And that's why we want to bring you guys on. And just real quick, me and Christina got connected. You know, it's a small world, they say. I served with a guy named Sean McGinty back from 88 to 91. So that tells you how old he is. I'm not that old, but it tells you how old he is. On the USS <laughs> Baltimore, and we've had a few reunions, but he's like, you got to talk to her, man. She's awesome. And I've been talking to her on the phone. So Christina, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do, how you help and introduce yourself. Oh, thank you so much. My name is Christina and I have actually started working with veterans because of my dad. Um, My dad is a Vietnam veteran. And when he came home, he made it his mission to take care of veterans. So he's been part of the American Legion for 50 years. And he has been on every committee. He's been a national commander, but he's held every office that there is within the American Legion. He now sits on the hierarchy And about 33 years ago, he started the Pennsylvania American Legion Housing for Homeless Veterans Program. And then I also work in the healthcare industry with interim healthcare. And what I found with them is that they weren't looking to work with veterans. They had kind of stepped away from that. And I found a way for them to coordinate that care for veterans, being able to help support both education and the community. So I became a part of their Veterans Community Partnership. And that's where I met Sean. I was doing education out in the community. And he said, hey, we're looking for someone who can really add additional value to our Veterans Initiative Program. And I was very blessed to then meet Colin. And we have been able to start working together and really build something that you know, as Colin will tell you, is unlike anything else that is available through any of the other competitors that we run across or any of the carriers. So I'm very blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Here's what I tell people. I always say you don't have to serve to serve. And you are a perfect example, right? You don't have to be wearing a uniform every day to serve our nation and serve our veterans. So I want to personally thank you for everything you've done for our veteran community. It means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to Serena. So yes. So I and and you introduced me to Colin. So Colin, tell me about yourself. Well, uh, I've been with Advocate Health Advisors for about six years now. I uh, served in the military with our CEO and founder Darwin Hale, and uh, Darwin's another retired colonel. He was actually the healthcare director at AT and T, and he worked real closely with an insurance agent to make sure his mom was on the right plan. And then when he went to deploy in Afghanistan, some yahoo came behind him and put her on the wrong plan. And he, yeah, I mean, he couldn't find the guy afterwards. It really yep. kind of gnawed at him. So it, it was that little voice that bugged him enough where he said, "Hey, I think I'm gonna." make a difference with this. So we started Advocate Health Advisors and we're in our 16th year. We've got dozens of carriers. I, I love that part about us specifically. In addition to being better known and operated, because I kind of know how you know, we take a lot of our lessons learned from the military and apply those to the way we problem solve in this industry. But we're also multi-carrier. So I like that part about it because we're not just trying to put somebody into an ACME plan. You know, we've got dozens of plans that we can look and find that fit. I came on board and uh, we're lucky enough to get Christina on board with us. We have made a difference in thousands of Medicare eligible veterans' lives. So, you know, you said the magic words, you've made a difference in their lives. Not about money, right? I mean, everyone has to make money. That's just part of life. But 
you guys go above and beyond, and I know that. And something else you didn't mention, 75% of your staff are actually veterans, right? We are. We are very veteran-friendly as an employer. We've got someone from every branch. Even the Air Force? We do. We do. <laughs> do, they, do, they sweep, do they sweep the floors when you guys are done for the day, or what happens? Uh, they make sure everything's neat and precise. They okay, good. We're off corners <laughs> with the mic. Yeah, we've got, we've got good good folks on there, so it works out really good. It, you know, civilians don't understand how we mess with each other. Like, don't they get mad when you use Air Force jokes? I'm like, who's getting mad? No, we're good. We're all good. (laughs) (laughs) So if there was one thing that, you know, someone listening that, you know, you'd say, hey, here's what I want you to know about our company, what we are as a company, what would that be? I think it's that we're not too good to be true. Uh, I was talking about this with Christina earlier because it's a constant theme in what we do. People are very skeptical when we say that you know we can take your insurance premium down to zero, maybe even sometime pay you Part B give back to give you more coverage than you have with original Medicare. And plus, we speak the languages of CHAMP VA, VA, TRICARE. We know how those oh. things pair together and when they don't. We're, we're kind of like a unicorn with a unicorn in his pocket, like... People really don't <laughs> quite know how to take what we do. And we, we found that we're very unique in that aspect. Well, I think that what makes you unique is the fact that a lot of your staff are veterans. They do understand. And their heart, when someone calls, they're not just, you know, hey, let me help you. They're actually, they want to help the person on the other end of the phone or in chat or however you contact them. Uh, absolutely. We spend a tremendous amount of time on things that have absolutely nothing to do with a sale. Uh, we want to make sure a veteran accesses those benefits. There are, you know, before the law changed, and thank goodness it did, you know, it, it's a felony now to charge a veteran to access their benefits. Oh, um, no, no, I did not know that, actually. I didn't either. Oh, yes. You know, it's... Uh, imprisonment and fine. And Christina's actually got a case that she's worked on with that. And, you know, we're not out hunting these people down, but we want to make sure veterans know that, you know, don't try and access your benefits by yourself because, the, you know, the CFR is like as thick as a, you know, unabridged oh. dictionary. It's, it's, there's so many ways in there that you could just not get that right. And then don't go to the extreme also paying somebody. And actually now we can say, don't go to the extreme doing that because it's illegal. Uh, so Christina and I work very closely with our veteran services officers, both the county version, the ones with the VA, and the ones that are within our veteran service organizations, because they're really the experts. You know, I feel like they are probably really leery of two things. One, that you're giving veterans bad information because it happens constantly. Yes, it does. And the other one is that you're doing their job, because even if you can do it right, it's still their job. So we want to stay in our lane. And we want them to realize the complementary functions that we can do that are within our lane. Well, I have a question about the whole felony thing, because and if you don't know, that's OK. But like, what about these companies who are like, hey, if you give me half of your next six months of you know retirement or disability, we'll help you get to that magic 100 percent. Is that so that's not a felony. You're talking about something completely different. Chris, let me let you talk to that one since you were near and dear to that case. If you have someone who is assisting a veteran complete their paperwork, that can be done through a veteran service officer at any of the organizations, VFW, American Legion, and VETS, the VVA. All of them have full-time employees dedicated to helping veterans enroll in their benefits. Sometimes if a veteran gets denied, they can hire an attorney, but there are also some pro bono attorneys that will assist them in applying for their benefits. Unfortunately, like many things, not all veterans are aware that they can look into these items. And many do not know that they shouldn't be charged for these services. There are some attorneys out there who go through 
a program where they say, okay, we're not charging you to complete your paperwork, but we're going to charge you to file a trust, to set up an account for your power of attorney, to set up, you know, other types of legal documents. And then that way it's right there on that border of applying for your benefits versus supplying them with legal information. So they're able to, you know, assist a veteran. But what veterans don't know is that veteran service officers also are taught about appeals. So having one of them to represent you in a veterans court or before any kind of hearing, they can be there to help support you. So I think that's something that a lot of veterans aren't aware of and don't know the extensive training that they have to go through. I'm going to say this. If you don't like your VSO, fire them and get another one because they are not all created equal. And so if you oh, feel yes. like you're having a, yeah, if you feel like you're having a hard time because I know someone right now, she had reached out and said, my VSO is horrible. I'm like, well, that's easy. Fire them and get another one. It's yes. free. I think Brandon was having that problem too. He's using the DVA, right? No. Does that sound right yeah. to help him with this hey, stuff? DAV. Yeah. I mean, you, you can find a hero and a zero everywhere, but you know, right. yeah, I totally agree with you, Mike. There's too much at stake there. You know, veterans, if it takes a while to file that claim, I mean, they, they can get a very nice back payment settlement that goes all the way back to the date of filing. And then that's another thing that veteran service officers are very smart with. I, when I sat down personally with my guy who, you know, I'll give a shout out to Darren Graves. He's awesome. Darren had me do an intent to file immediately. And he said, it's going to take us a while to put together all this stuff because you're pretty broke. And he said, but if you get paid, it's going to go all the way back to that date. I didn't know that. I don't have that number in front of me. Uh, so at the end of this interview, I'll make sure I look it up and put it at the end of the podcast. But the intent to file, I'll give out the 800 number because you're right. You call them and say, hey, I intend to. That locks mm-hmm. your date in. So if it takes you three mm-hmm. or four months to actually file, you get back pay all the way back to the date where you're like, hey, I intend to file for the following things. Yeah, you'll get a letter that says, hey, we received your intent to file and you've got a year to get your stuff in. If not, then we're going to close it out. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's a year because one of my friends reached out and said, I only have two weeks left. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You haven't changed. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and the important thing for them to know about that intent to file, if they go through a veteran service officer with one of the organizations, they'll have them also complete a power of attorney, but that's just to complete that paperwork. And so that they can stay in touch with and follow up through the um, BBS system at the VA and be able to find out exactly where the claim is, what's needed. It provides them with a lot of power, so to speak, as to being able to look at that information on the veteran's behalf. But it also gives that date stamp on that intent to file. So the sooner they get that done, that puts the date on there. The important thing for them to know is that when they file that date, as long as it's filed before the end of the month, their effective date is the first of the following month that it's filed. Oh, I didn't. So know it's important that if they get it in there, like, you know, the 25th of the month, then their effective date is the first. If they don't file it until the second of the following month, it's not until, like, for example, if it's April and right now somebody files a claim, that effective date is May 1st. But if they waited until May 2nd, that effective date will not be until June 1st. Uh, makes sense. 
And if, if they get 100% that month, that's 3400 dollars that they just shorted themselves by just going over that that one-day bridge there. Okay. And, well, you, wow. Sounds like you guys know a lot about the VA system. So I, you know, I try to keep these short so you guys don't, you know, uh, I want you to come back. I don't want you to be on here for an hour and be like, I'm never coming back to that guy's podcast. Oh, we'll come back in an hour. Anyway. <laughs> There's so much help we can get for veterans out there. We'll come back as much as you'll have us. Well, what I want you to and do- I could ask you a million questions because Brandon's going through this process right now and he's kind of feeling like he can't get a straight answer for anything. And I'm kind of clueless. I mean, he's only been out for a month, but it's just been kind of a, pro- he started the whole process in Washington. And then when we moved to Kansas City, it's almost like he had to start over completely with appointments and stuff. It's kind of weird. Maybe Serena, maybe you get some questions together and we bring Christina or Colin back on and, and ask them because the audience probably feels the same way as you do right now. Yeah, I, that would be uh, so. Maybe I can have Brandon on too, and then they can do like a, a live oh. Q and A with a real. Oh, <laughs> you think you can talk Brandon into actually coming on our podcast? I mean, it's going to be a hard sell, but I might be able to do it. Well, maybe. Oh well, you know what? He should do it. He should be a supportive, <laughs> supportive husband. After all, you've been a supportive. He should. That's right. Here's why he's been deployed. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Well, Colin, Colin, Christine, I thank you. I want you, before we get off here, I want you to tell people how to get to your website, how they contact you, because, you know, we brought you on for a reason. I want people to be able to reach out and connect with you. Our website is advocateforveterans.com, spell out the word for. And then, uh, Chris, have you got our 1-800 number? Nobody remembers phone numbers anymore. I just touched the little button with advocate on it. I don't even know my own kids' phone numbers on my cell phone. If I lost my cell phone, I couldn't call my kids. I'm telling you the truth. Is that sad? Yeah, no, it's um, but but on the website, if you yes. look on there, if you got time to just look at one little piece on there, look at the videos. Those are real veteran customers of ours, and uh, it, it shows uh, you know the difference that we've made in some lives. And that's what it's all about, making a difference. So I uh, I appreciate y'all coming on, you know, more than you know. Uh, and Serena appreciates it, even though she's trapped in her car watching soccer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, it was a pleasure and thank you all for coming on. And actually, I would like to invite you back right now. I'll put you on the spot right now and say, are you coming back? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, hey, you heard it. They're coming back. So if you don't hear from them in a while, don't go to their website. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so another program, uh, you know, we didn't know about it. It seems like every week we have somebody on that teaches us something and that's really what the show's for. So I'm happy that I learned something new pretty much every week. And I hope our listeners are too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm learning so much and it's stuff that I don't think my husband learned about in any kind of class that they are required to take to transition out of the military. So I hope that these episodes and all this information that we're giving is helping people because I'm going to go out and say it. You're not going to learn this stuff no. when you when you well, are on your way out. And some of our listeners may like, you know, a lot of this, this was really geared toward the 65 and older crowd for the yeah. information. But here's the deal. All of us have family members that are right. in that category. All of us know a veteran who's in that category. I don't know how many people have came up to me in that age category and asked me if I knew this or that. So I'm sure all of our listeners can help someone from the information we just learned. And one thing before I forget, I do want to put out two phone numbers, the Advocate Health, it was 1-800-709-5513. And then that intent to file, you know, I knew about that to call the number, but the day you call it, like she said, that's when it counts, even if it takes Mm -hmm. you three or four months to file, but that's back pay. But Mm -hmm. it's 1-800-827-1000. So if you think that you're going to file a claim, 
go ahead and call the number, tell them you intend to file, and then you're covered. Yeah. I mean, great information. I feel like we could talk to them so much more and get more detailed about stuff. I mean, obviously, since we're going through just the retirement stuff and the disability stuff, I'd like Brandon to get a hold with them just for some help, you know, make sure he's doing the right thing and on the right track because he hasn't lost sight, but it's like you do all these appointments with the VA or whatever. And then it's like, that's it. You know, I'm like, they're just supposed to like, that's all like he did all these x-rays and all the, you know, everybody's looking at every body part, you know, bend over and cough and all this stuff. (laughs) Walk like a duck. Yeah. And then that's it. And And then then nine months are just going to tell us that he's got some rating and then we're supposed to either agree with it or not. I mean, I don't know. It's magic, Serena. It's magic. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, I guess. I can't, I mean, I don't know. I want Brandon to really get in touch with them and find out, make sure he's di- he did everything that he was supposed to do. Oh, he'll, he'll know. He'll get a letter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is the American Legion, you know, she talked about her dad serving in, in the American Legion all these years and all the help and everything. And, you know, the American Legion is really trying to rebrand themselves and it's the right thing to do because when you think of the American Legion, when I was growing up, you think of, honestly, you, th- you think of some old guys sitting around drinking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. About the old days, but that's really not the case anymore. I mean, sure. They play bingo and they drink still, but I mean, I mean, I think I've met yeah. you at the American Legion in Honolulu yeah, right? and we had some drinks. We did, but <laughs> I mean, they do a lot of great things for our military folks every day and they fight for us. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going through a little rebranding phase in the American Legion and they need to get the word out that to our veterans and our active duty members that the American Legion is a great organization and they're here for us. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know what, we need to have someone for the American Legion come on and let us know what they've changed in the past, you know, three or four years here and how they're doing. Yeah, I would think that's a good idea. All right, Serena. So it's the favorite part of the show here. It's like, you know, the drink of the week time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you go first. Okay. So I do like wine. You don't like wine, right? No, no. Okay. And I like white wine, I like red wine. I like all kinds of wines. So I was with a friend and she suggested this brand called Mayomi and it's a Pinot Noir. I can't even spell that, but go ahead. M-E-I-O-M-I. <laughs> no, that Panay stuff. Oh, <laughs> Pinot Noir. Uh, yeah. And it's really sweet and delicious and it tastes really good with Italian food. So that's my new favorite thing. And it's not even bougie. It's a screw top. It's not a cork top. Yeah. You know what? Actually the screw top uh, holds the wine flavor better. That is a fact, oh. but it's the sound of the cork and just the, the way that you think about wine and the cork being classy. Yeah. Actually, corks don't well work that well, Serena. Well, that's a fun fact. I am no salmonier. Is that what the word is? Salmonier? Again, those big words, Serena. Yeah, I am not a salmonier, <laughs> but that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I've, I I mean, I like high-end like champagne and stuff, but this wine being the screw top, I was impressed and I could have drank a whole bottle. Well, I did not. Did. Good job. Well, <laughs> you know, Mad Dog comes in a screw top and I don't drink that, but... Um, <laughs> I'm actually drinking the most expensive thing I've ever drank in my life this week. Uh, How's that? You say, well, yeah. I didn't, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some guy, uh, you know, we, we met this couple and they're awesome. And, and he goes, Hey, I have this blank. He knows I love Blanton's, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, this guy brought me back this bottle from Paris last year and it's probably 350 bucks. He goes, but I don't really love it. It's okay. We hung out and then he brought it up and he goes, here, you know, you can have it. It was about almost halfway full, right? I'm like, man, that's expensive bottle just to give to somebody. Even if you don't like it, I understand. But then you can't get it anymore, right? 
Oh. It's like a single barrel, 110 proof from France. And I looked up the bottle and now it's going for $2,700. What? Yes. Why? I Just because they don't make it anymore? I guess, but do you do you know how it tastes? I mean, it looks like it tastes okay. It's delicious. <laughs> but guess what? Okay. It's, not, it's not worth $2,700. I was just about to say, can you tell the difference between a $2,700 of that or like a $50 bottle of Red Breast? I mean, can you? Not me. I, you know why I can't? Because I don't have $2,700 to waste on a bottle of liquor. Like, I, yeah. Th- those things are, it's marketing, Serena. It's marketing. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, 110 proof and you don't need ice or anything, but that's a, that's a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm getting into the home buying process here, yeah. I could do a lot with $2,700. So this week I'm drinking a used Volkswagen. Here you go. <laughs> Hope it doesn't taste like one. Oh God, it's delicious. Thanks for listening to this episode of Diapers and Deployments brought to you by Skill Mill. Go to skillmill.com to check out our blog and create an account. You can also find us on social media. Let us help you find your next career. Don't forget that skill with two L's and mill with one. Until next time.